This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Do you drive a vehicle? Then you'll find AutoCorrect helpful, especially on Coach Charlie's Tip of the Week. Listen to our podcast with me, Coach Charlie Melton, on any podcasting platform or on the MPB Public Media app. From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Jermaine Flood, along with my traveling partners, Java Chapman and Kamel King, Tourism Development Bureau Manager with Visit Mississippi. We're your number one on-air source covering the people, places, and events that make the state great. Today, we're starting off with a stop at the past Christiane Veterans Day Parade happening November the 11th. Then we'll swing by Hernando for their 2023 Veterans Day Parade and luncheon events happening today before a final stop in Natchez to check out all of their special events during their Veterans Week happening through November the 12th. We'll also check out what's happening around your neck of the woods. Welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi. On the line with us to tell us all about the inaugural Past Christiane Veterans Day Parade presented by the Gulf Coast Veterans Association happening tomorrow, November the 11th at 11 a.m. is Parade co-founder Moses Espinal. Moses, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you so much for having me, Jermaine. Oh, thank uh, you for coming on, and congratulations yes. on the inaugural Past Christian Parade for yes. the veterans. No, thank you, thank you. It's been uh, it's been a lot of work setting it up, but uh, we're glad that it's actually uh, uh, that it's actually here. Right. And congratulations on having one of the coolest names in America. <laughs> well, That's a very cool name, sir. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, Moses, you're going to have to tell me all about how you birthed the idea to have this inaugural past Christian Veterans Day Parade this year. Yeah. So, um, Jermaine, I'm a uh, Marine Corps uh, veteran. Um, I served in Afghanistan. I uh, did two tours in 2009 and 2011. Come and, on now. Wow. Yeah. yeah thank was, you uh, for your service, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, no, thank you, guys. It, it really was a, a wonderful time. You know, I think it, it developed me as the man that I am today. Um, and I, I am forever grateful for my uh, service in, uh, in the Marine Corps. Um, but I, I've been down on the coast here since uh, 2014. Um, I was born in the Dominican Republic, you know, um, raised in Northern Virginia and moved down here uh, after my active duty service was done with the, with the Corps. And, um, you know, there there is a large number of military installations down uh, on the coast from Pensacola all the way to New Orleans. Right. And th- th- I personally didn't think there um, there was enough um, activity activities to honor uh, both active duty service members and our uh, and our veteran population. That's right. And you know, I know there's a, a couple of parades here and there, um, but I. I I personally believe that given our uh, coastal infrastructure, mm-hmm. we have the capabilities to make this something bigger, right? Right. Uh, so year one here um, will be our first uh, Veterans Day Parade, and it's it's looking to be greater than what we initially thought. Um, and the hope is that we're able to grow it every year, not so much just in past Christian, but throughout the coast. Right, right. Wow. Right. That's awesome. That's I'm telling awesome. tell us, you know, I've always just been wild about the experience uh you know when you're serving and especially in the different divisions. What was it like for you serving? You know, what made you uh, make that decision and then can you just give us just a snapshot of what your personal experience like uh serving your country? Yeah. No, yeah, and that's uh that's an excellent question, right? Uh, so, like I mentioned earlier, I am a first-generational immigrant. I came to the U.S. when I was uh, nine years old. Uh, so, this was back in 1999. And um, in 2001, I was living just south of uh, D.C., about 13 miles. Um, so, 9-11 happened. I was in middle school. And you could see the smoke billowing from the Pentagon building uh, from where we were at, you know. Uh, and that was, I mean, a life-altering uh, event for all of us. I was only 11, so I really didn't understand the implications behind it, right? Mm. Uh, but seven years, uh, eight years after that, I found myself in Afghanistan fighting 
uh, for the same uh, uh, fighting for the same ideals, right? Mm. Um, that came up after the nine eleven attack. That's awesome. Wow, that's awesome. That's interesting because I, I I too was living in D.C. at the time, Moses, and I was able to see the smoke billowing, mm. and we were in class at the time. I was a tad bit older yeah. than you. Yeah, <laughs> I was I about was, twenty-one. Oh, at the I time. was in class at the time too. At Heinz, <laughs> you couldn't quite <laughs> no, see the smoke yeah. billowing, but no. yeah, in D.C. you could. And right. Do you remember? Uh, because it, it it always sends chills up my back when I think of how the city was literally. Literally an hour before uh, the Pentagon got hit and, and uh, of course, uh, the towers. Do you remember how the city changed immediately, you know, into almost a military city and then how things just rapidly changed in America? No, I, I, I clearly remember that, you know, um, at school, um, schools in Fairfax County are known for their field trips to like the Smithsonian, to the different museums, to the different memorials, Right. Um, and it, I mean, it's a lively city overall, right? And I, um, I mean, I remember the drive home, like mm. people were rushing to get to their houses. Um, a day two after, I mean, you saw nobody in the streets in our yeah. mm-hmm. We were still expecting attacks, you know. And then we went to the whole anthrax scare. So, yes. Um, it, it was a it was a weird time, mm. you know. Um, eerily similar to. Um, uh, 2020, 2021, right? When the streets were empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what you will see is, um, um, again, a lot of military vehicles in and out of D.C. going from Fort Belvoir mm-hmm. to the Capitol or from um, um, Quantico up to D.C., you know? Yeah. Um, it, it was um interesting time. Mm-hmm. Boy, yeah. Jermaine, I can remember it. Um, uh, when anthrax right after that, and mm-hmm. I was working on Capitol Hill for Congressman Benny Thompson, and how it shut Down all the everything. Senate, uh, all the Congress buildings. Wow, you know, and you're thinking. I mean, I was 21, so I could understand the brevity of it. Like this has shut down the United States government well, almost. I'm just you glad know? you and Moses actually gave me a picture of what it looked like basically at Ground Zero because here, you know, they let us out of school, but we didn't have the same, yeah. you know, outlook of what was going on where y'all mm-hmm. were, you know what I'm saying? So right. that's 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 pretty awesome y'all were there and able to see it and kind of feel it. Moses, when it comes down to actually giving back to veterans, why do you find it so important, especially with you being one as well? Yeah, um, Jermaine, you know, I don't I don't think I don't think we're doing enough. And I know mm-hmm. and, and let me let me preface that saying that I know that compared to what happened to our Vietnam veterans and to our Gulf War veterans, mm-hmm. the current generation of veterans are receiving a lot, right? There's a lot of educational benefits. There's VA uh, uh, loans. There are numerous programs that are set there to help veterans succeed as they transition out of the service. Yeah. But I personally don't think it's enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you have some guys that, you know, lost limbs. Uh, a lot of my friends did, you know. Uh, you have guys that are uh, forever traumatized by experiences in both uh, Afghanistan and Iraq mm-hmm. and other theaters uh, in, in uh, the Central Command operations, right? True. And, and, and you have guys that literally signed a paper saying, hey, I am willing to give it my all um, with the expectation of getting nothing back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and while these programs are great, um, I don't think our government does a good enough job at one advertising what's available, right? Uh, they don't do enough at outreach, and and frankly, they're not doing enough to address the problem with PTSD. Um, so a lot, the, the downside effect uh, of these, um, I would say, these failures, right? Are you have a multitude of homeless veterans throughout the country. Mm. We have a large number of veterans that are killing themselves, right? Yeah. And we say 22 a day, uh, and wow. that number, like, that's what's reported, right? That's, wow. Yeah. That, that's, of, that's of the veterans that they're tracking up, right? Oh, man. What, are, uh, what about the ones that kind of go dark, right, that you never hear from again? Um, the, the, the ones that have no social media, the ones that have no families, 
right? Yeah. So, I mean, if you look at it realistically, that number should be a lot higher. Mm-mm-mm. And thank that and, is and staggering. Not, I know. It is staggering. That's staggering. <laughs> it is staggering. <laughs> now, as a daughter of two veterans, um, I can understand my mom was actually a patient advocate at the VA for a while, but mm-hmm. I can understand those numbers, you know, seeing them mm. come in and having the issues that they have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's a crazy, crazy epidemic that's happening throughout all the services, you know, like, obviously, I'm more in tune with what, what's happening um, in the Marine Corps veteran ranks just because that was the service that I served in. Mm-hmm. But you hear stories all the time about these awful things happening to veterans. Um, that one uh, didn't get the appropriate care, didn't receive care in the appropriate amount of time, had to wait X amount of months to be seen. And um, it it sucks because these guys find themselves in a hole that gets deeper by the day and and no one's there to really give them a hand, right? Mm. And that's that's kind of like what our our organization is trying to do. Um, At the end of the day, You're talking about Gulf Coast veterans, right? Correct. Right. Correct. And at the end of the day, yeah, we are going to throw these uh, awesome parades uh, to honor uh, uh, both the ones that have served and the ones that are currently serving, right, during uh, multiple holidays during the year. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, the, the goal really is to become the one-stop shop here in the Gulf Coast to where veterans that need help with anything to come to us, right? Whether that is, hey, I don't have money to pay for a meal today, mm-hmm. or I don't have money to pay for a utility service, or hey, I don't, uh, I don't know how to file a claim, or hey, the VA is giving me the runaround, or hey, I'm, I'm at a point where I don't see myself living anymore. Mm-hmm. We are looking to bridge the gap between um, the services that are out there for these veterans to take advantages of, and the lack of exposure they're having to these uh, to these services that are available. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, see, that's why, you know, it's so serendipitous that your name is Moses, because you are doing the Lord's work, sir. You are separating the Red Sea to get the things that veterans. I mean, because the thing about it is, is it's weird how indifferent, you know, the average citizen, America, laws, health care uh, is to veterans when we rely on veterans for literally all of our privileges and freedoms. So I, I do not understand that. Right. And, and that is, uh, it's, um, it's funny you mentioned that because it was one of the points that I wanted to bring up. Um, so re-education is going to be, or not, I don't want to say re-education because that sounds kind of like fascist, right? But uh, educating the local populace on um, our veteran community is one of the big projects that we are undertaking, right? So every Friday we make it a, uh, we make it a point to do a highlight of a local veteran in the community, right? Because um, I think the general assumption is, and I think this is what gets a lot of veterans down on their uh, on their knees, is the fact that they uh, people have this conception that one, they're broken, mm. two, that they're not functioning members of society, mm-hmm. and 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 three, that they're brainwashed by the military, right? And what we do is we highlight a local veteran that's like succeeding in life, right? So we have we have um, uh, realtors, we have uh, dentists, we have lawyers, we have company uh, owners. You know, just to show one our local community that these guys are out here and they're crushing it. Uh, two, um, we uh, on September 11th, this past anniversary, we got a group of um, I'm going to say roughly 40, 50 uh, children. Uh, fourth grade, or fourth and I'm sorry, fifth and sixth graders from St. Vincent de Paul Catholic School, and we took them over to the VA um, cemetery. Mm-hmm. And you know, like they were cleaning headstones. We talked about the sacrifices that these men and women were making. We talked about uh, the cost of freedom, um, and the the hope is that doing stuff like this quarterly uh, mm-hmm. with children in the community. Teaches the the younger generation that hey, like, although we haven't been attacked in two decades, although we're living this comfy life, we have a roof over our heads, 
we're able to go to Walmart and buy food whenever we need to buy food. We have electricity, etc. That comes at a cost, mm-hmm. and that cost is being shouldered by a very small portion of the population. Yes, and, uh, I, and I'm a, I'm a firm believer that when the love for your military and your flag starts declining, mm-hmm. that's the moment your country starts dying. Yes, right? indeed. Yes, yes. Well, I tell you, um, you know, I really want to know, you know, what people can expect, uh, you know, at the parade, because, I mean, all of these truths are tying into uh, such a wonderful event that you and your organization are heading up. So uh, let our listeners know if when they come out, what can they expect uh, uh, to see, experience and happen at the parade? So uh, um, a couple of things, right? Um, the first thing is we have a great lineup of uh, organizations that are set to march um, all together. Um, and to date, we have a little over 300 registered marchers. And that's a combination of um, active duty personnel uh, from the Army and the uh, uh, Navy. Um, and, and then we have... Um, a color guard from the Marine, the Marine Corps providing us with a color guard as well as the Air Force, right? Uh, aside from that, we have a, a large number of uh, uh, veteran organizations and nonprofit organizations um, that are geared towards uh, uh, veteran services that are going to be marching along with us. And then to top it off, I would say the big, the, the big eyesight thing here is going to be the military vehicles that are going to be rolling down through uh, uh, Davis Avenue in downtown Pass. So there's a few Humvees, a couple of MRAPs, a couple of ATVs, you know, uh, some of the bigger uh, troop transport uh, vehicles. Uh, in addition to that, we're going to be joined by the Past Christian High School Marching Band, mm-hmm. uh, and stuff, which they're, they're, if you haven't heard them, uh, they're one of the more amazing bands down here. Um, and then uh, the... Uh, a couple of uh, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, and mixed units are going to be marching with us. Awesome. Um, so um, the parade is going to be led by our um, our Grand Marshal, who uh, our first year is General John Dunlap from the U.S. Army National Guard. Um, once the parade uh, once the parade uh, concludes at the War Memorial Park, there we're going to have a live band um, and over. I think today we've counted over 70 vendors, both veteran-owned and non-veteran-owned businesses that are going to be uh, um, selling items at the War Memorial Park. Uh, and the last thing, really, uh, is the amazing uh, or the amazing selection of food that we're going to have there. So we have a little over half a dozen food trucks uh, that are going to be serving anything ranging from po'boys to burgers to uh, birria tacos. Mm. Uh, All right now. <laughs> So, yeah, so, so if you guys are in the area uh, and don't want to catch the parade, at least go eat some of the tacos. That, right. That's, <laughs> I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll catch the parade and eat the taco at the same time. As this. No, I want to know, though, in addition to that, I see music is going to be there as well. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, a couple of items there. Uh, we're going to have the choir from uh, OLA, which is another our um, Catholic High School uh, yeah. and based in Lewis. They're going to be singing the National Anthem, the Armed Forces Medley, and uh, God Bless America. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Sam Forshee, a uh, blues band from uh, New Orleans, will be here providing live music. Awesome. Um, so it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great family event. Uh, and while it is fun, I think we should always keep it in the forefront of our minds, right? That this event is here, mm-hmm. that we are here to celebrate mm-hmm. the men and women uh, of our armed forces that sacrifice so much or that have sacrificed so much. Right, right. You were right about that. And speaking of doing that and keeping it, keeping it going, basically, in the future, when it comes down to the Gulf Coast Veterans Association, what all other events do you all have coming up um, related to veterans or even services for veterans? And, uh, yeah, so this is a busy, busy, busy week for us. Um, on Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 a.m., uh, we uh, we partner up with the Jackson uh, VA, and they're sending down um, uh, 
claims um, intake specialist, so like actual VA employees, to do a claims clinic down here in past Christian. And um, that will consist of one, the uh, 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 VA personnel talking about the process, talking about appealing decisions made by, by the VA, mm-hmm. and, then, and then two, actually filing these claims. And I know with the technological uh, era that we're in right now, you, it's, it's one, hard to get somebody on the phone, right? And then two, uh, some of the, the, the VA systems can be complicated. So it's, it's actually really nice to be able to have a person that specializes in doing this, talking to you face-to-face and answering any questions that you may have. Right. Uh, uh, during, uh, for next year, uh, I think our big push is going to be addressing the, or I believe the homeless. The, our big push is going to be addressing the homelessness uh, population down here in um, the Gulf Coast, which currently, uh, uh, and I've tried looking up everywhere and reaching out to just about anyone, but there's currently not like a mapping or a database of homeless veterans here on the coast, mm-hmm. which baffles me, right? Um, so the goal is going to be to put together a large group of volunteers, right? Power the coast and find out where these uh, these uh, um, uh, people are um, uh, staying. And uh, somewhere towards the spring, early summer, uh, do a large clinic where we have one uh, legal services, two VA representatives, medical services, and anything else that they may that these individuals may need to get back on their feet. Right? Yeah. Um, in addition to that, obviously, like I mentioned before, we are going to be hosting uh, different events for like um, uh, Memorial Day, for um, Armed Forces Day, for the different uh, services, uh, birthdays, and um, and the claims clinic, uh, the one that we're hosting on Friday. We're looking to. The hope is that we're able to have that um, at least quarterly, and and grow it from there. Awesome. Well, Moses, let me ask you two quick questions. One, when you walk into a bar, a restaurant, or wherever, do you be think, do you be thinking, yeah, I can whoop everybody in here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can take him. I can take him. I'll take all of y'all. I mean, anyway, I just wanted to know, just a personal. <laughs> He's got a skill set that he keeps in his back pocket like a Swiss Army knife. Right, like I'm ordering a, a McChicken right now, but they don't know I'm kind of the equalizer a little bit. Nothing <laughs> like that. No, so I, I, I think uh, I've, done, I've done my best to stay uh, in my Marine Corps like uh, uh, shape, you know, uh, and I think I've done well. And, and, and as I get older, you know, the... Uh, I've come to realize that sometimes it's much better to diffuse the situation before yeah. it gets physical. Um, and if it gets physical at that point, we do what we got to do, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if I had those skills, I would not have that buffer. <laughs> I'd just be trying to get physical. <laughs> but that's why I'm not in the military and I'm behind the mic. <laughs> so silly. But um, anyway, Moses, please tell uh, us and our listeners where everyone can go to get more information about the uh, Veterans Day Parade and any of the other programs that you guys have. No, awesome. I'll, I'll be more than happy to. So. They can, um, our biggest use of our social media right now is via Facebook. Uh, if they look up Gulf Coast Veterans Association, Inc., uh, they'll be able to find our page uh, fairly easy. Our tag is MSGCVA. We also have a website uh, that we're in the process of uh, um, developing. Uh, right now it's in a skeleton stage, but uh, if you go to MSGCVA.org, you will find a list of uh, activities that we're going to be putting out uh, for the next uh, the next year. Um, and then lastly, I mean, if you Google Moses Espinal, you'll be able to find me, and you can reach out directly to me if you need assistance and can't find and can't find us through either the webpage or through uh, Facebook. Awesome. Awesome. Moses, thank you so much. Again, everyone, this is the Past Christiane Veterans Day Parade happening tomorrow, November the 11th, starting at 11 a.m. And Moses, we thank you so much for joining us here on Next Stop Mississippi.
No, thank you all for having me. I really do appreciate the opportunity to talk about the organization and all the great things we are looking forward to do. We appreciate you and happy Veterans Day to you, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Our next stop of the day takes us to Hernando, Mississippi for the Hernando Veterans Day Parade. And in with us to tell us all about the festivities that they've got going on in Hernando, Mississippi, is Carolyn Young with the Veterans Day Parade. Carolyn, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you, Jermaine. I'm glad you asked me to speak to you. I would love for you to speak to me, especially when it comes down to recognizing our veterans across the entire state. And of course, Hernando is right up there at the tip top of it. And we wouldn't have y'all not come on any other way, especially with y'all doing the Hernando Veterans Day Parade. But tell me a little bit about your role with the Hernando Veterans Day Parade and the festivities surrounding. Well, um, we have a 14 member committee that sees that this parade has happened for the last five years. Uh, We usually have around 200 veterans that drive antique cars and trucks and other vehicles in the parade, and we have about 800 DeSoto County students in bands and other school groups that take part in the parade as well. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes down to putting it on, how how intense is it to try to get something like this put together for the city? <laughs> well, I love the laugh before you started talking. That 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 says a lot. <laughs> it can get pretty intense. Uh, just like today, I'm still taking uh, entries into the the parade, so we don't turn them down. If they're veterans or they're uh, DeSoto County students, we just Work them in somehow and uh, and have a, a good parade and a good turnout. Right. Carolyn, how did you get involved with the uh, Hernando Veterans Parade and uh, the organization and everything? Well, I just noticed that uh, each one of the cities in DeSoto County were doing something, a luncheon, a breakfast, something for the veterans. But Hernando was not doing anything. And uh, I personally love a parade. I think kids love a parade. Mm -hmm. And part of the goal of the uh, Hernando Veterans Parade Committee is to uh, honor the veterans by using as many students as possible because it's also a teaching tool for them. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that, I love the fact that y'all have taken it as a learning moment too. You know, yeah. when it comes down to this, for the kids to learn why we're out here and why we're paying our respect to these people is is super important. And I love that it's happening right there in Hernando, Mississippi. Talk to our audience a little bit about what they can expect from the parade today. Well, um, it's it's just an exciting event. It will start at ten o'clock. It's usually over within an hour. Uh, and then the veterans go back to the National Guard Armory for a luncheon. We usually serve somewhere around 450 people, mm. the veterans and their families. We have uh, a 133-member DeSoto County Boys Choir that sings. They both sing for the veterans, and they um, serve the veterans' lunch. Those boys are our servers. Oh, that's good. That is good. Wow. Man, I tell you, uh, you got to love a good parade. But do the how how do you how did the veterans feel when you see them in the parade and the people, you know, uh, waving and cheering them on? And you got them from young to old, uh, older. uh, How do they feel getting that community love? They they love it and, and they really love it when they see kids both in the spectator as a spectator and when the kids are in the parade with them because we we try to mix up the veterans and the kids so that they are actually working together, you know, down the parade route, and uh, they really love it. Right. Is it a large veteran community in Hernando? Yes. Mm. There there is a large veteran community in DeSoto County. Right. I, I tell you how many, but I know that there are a lot. 
Right, right, right. DeSoto County has really, really been doing uh, some wonderful things. Uh, I mean, you guys have been growing by leaps and bounds and have really separated yourself from, you know, the suburbs of, of Memphis, you know, and things like that. DeSoto uh, has really been making its own mark and name, uh, and, and I've seen a lot of industrious growth there. Yes, we've had a lot of new industry coming to DeSoto County, a lot of new people. And that is another thing that the parade reaches out to these newcomers and uh, tries to make them part of the community through Mm -hmm. the parade. How long have you been with the parade? Uh, We have done the parade since 2017. So about uh, we've done about five parades or luncheons one of the two in all of those years. Right. Uh, Aside from the parade itself, what's your favorite aspect of this in these years that you've been with them? Just working with the veterans. I mean, um, you know, when when they call to be in the parade, they they rarely just leave it at that. They they always have a story to tell. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think one of my favorite stories is that it was in one of the first parades, maybe 2017, um, there were five veterans that lived in DeSoto County and had served together in a unit in Vietnam and and found out that they all lived in the same county. Man. They didn't know where they didn't know where each other had been up until that point and they reunited during the parade. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like a little uh reunion as well, so Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Now, when it comes down to the floats and everything that goes down the street during this parade, what can we look forward to today? Well, we have uh, um, a cup. We have several antique uh, military vehicles. Um, a a truck, an army truck called a Deuce and a Half. I don't know exactly. Uh, what year it is, but that is an antique truck that one of our DeSoto County people owns. Deuce and, and a half. Um, wow. I know a deuce and a quarter. I knew you were going to say that. Did you? <laughs> I know about those. We've got, we've got a couple of uh, antique military Jeeps. Um, you know, we, we don't have a lot of military vehicles, but those are a few that we have. Right, right. We, we have a lot of antique cars that these veterans have restored, and they're driving themselves. Um, All right. That's good stuff. What has been some of the response that you've had coming from attendees for the parade and for the festivities that y'all have inside of the city? Mm-hmm. Well, um, our, our mayor, Chip Johnson, is a Navy submarine veteran. He drives his antique vehicle in the parade. Uh, our alderman, Andrew Miller, is an Army veteran. He also drives his antique vehicle in the parade. Our Mississippi State Senator, Michael McLendon, is driving his father-in-law, Robert Flies, who is a Navy veteran, in the parade. Um, Our Fernando Fire Department puts one of their trucks in the parade. Uh, The DeSoto County Sheriff's Department has uh, their color guard and their motorcycle corps in the parade. Mm, right offhand, that's all I can think. You've got the whole community mm-hmm. in there. It sounds like it. I I just love that. I love the whole community centered. I know Hernando has a tight knit community, mm-hmm. and for you all to get together and to be able to celebrate the veterans year after year is such a is such a great thing to do for the city of Hernando. Yes, and that's another thing. Uh, the parade is funded totally by donations, and I would say that at least. Ninety percent of those donations come from Hernando and the surrounding Hernando area. That's a blessing. From businesses and individuals. That's a blessing. I love it. And I love the fact that you are in in the trenches with them, getting this all done for the parade, for the luncheon. Again, to my audience, this was Carolyn Young. She is with the Hernando Veterans Parade. That will take place today at 10 a.m. on West on Commerce Street around the courthouse. Um, and then they'll be followed by a luncheon today at 1130 a.m. at the National Guard Armory. It's located at 3436 McCracken Road in Hernando. 
Orlando. Now, Carolyn, for more information, if they wanted to know any more about these events, where can my listeners go? They can call me at 901-634-1548. I'll be glad to talk to them. Also, we have a website, FernandoVeteransParade.com. And our post office box is 714 in Hernando, 38632. All right. Carolyn, I thank you so much for joining us today on Next Stop Mississippi. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. All right. You ready to get into this what's happening? Let's do it. All right. Here's what's happening around your neck of the woods. Veterans Day Parade and Memorial Service is happening literally right now, Kamel. Let's go. It's going to be in downtown Vicksburg starting at 10 a.m. today. Um, The parade starts at Belmont Street and ends at Washington and Jackson Street. And the Veterans Day ceremony will be held right at 11 a.m. today in the Rose Garden on Monroe street so that's the first this is going to be a full veterans day what's happening yes Kamel. indeed and all they the deserve vets. it all for the vets they deserve it deserve it deserve I it i may take my mama somewhere you today. should i may take her somewhere today or either tomorrow and uh <laughs> and, and and get her the meal that they are comping then buy her another meal for later look at you see put one up for later to eat later for her to eat <laughs> you're right don't you i'm gonna try don't you take it i'm gonna try to take it you're not a veteran <laughs> i'm not but i do have the card the old Old one. I was a dependent now. I was oh, a dependent for years. So I <laughs> you said for years. <laughs> that tw- came to an end. 25 years, <laughs> to be exact. They cut you off right there. Right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Next up on what's happening, um, it's the annual Veterans Day Luncheon. That's going to be happening in South Haven today starting at 11 a.m. Guest speaker is Thomas E. Tuggle, the second former active duty Marine and current sheriff-elect of DeSoto County. There will be entertainment and door prizes, and the luncheon, y'all, is free. Woo! So while we're talking about free food for mm-hmm. veterans, that is going there to be you one go. of those, right? Right there. And I never win door prizes for some reason. I mean, neither, Kamala. Just not lucky enough to get pulled. <laughs> so silly. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna switch gears a little bit. So tonight, though, Patty Labelle. All right, is Patty. performing. Um, in Biloxi at the Beau Rivage Resort and Casino. You know I had to say it because she, yes. she's, um, you know, Patty LaBelle. She's a sweet potato pie queen yeah. right now. <laughs> yes. And Patty says she's bringing many pies for all of the car carrying Camille, don't veterans. tell nobody that. She did not say that. And meet her backstage is what she said. She is going to have a trough of them. Don't y'all go meet Patty for no Patty's pies. <laughs> she's not going to have them. You can barely get them out the store, Camille. I know. Nevertheless, get the pie. But um, again, she is going to be performing tonight, 8 p.m. at the Beau Rivage Resort and Casino. And guess who else is performing tonight? Oh. Our friend Bobby Rush. Oh, my man, 50 grand. Bobby does not stop moving. Man. But this one is a special one because they are celebrating Bobby's 90th birthday. Wow. Um, tonight at 8 p.m. at Ellis Theater in Philadelphia, Mississippi. He will be performing and celebrating his 90th birthday. Oh, that is great. At that beautiful Ellis Theater in Philadelphia. I hope Marty Stewart is there because those two gentlemen have the best heads of hair in the industry. I know. Bobby Rush got more hair than I had in high school. But they held it. You know they didn't call Bosley. (laughs) <laughs> they did not. <laughs> they did not. <laughs> they did not. They are natural possibly. boys. They are naturally gifted with a full head of hair. <laughs> but yeah, so Bobby will be performing tonight, Ellis Theater, um, starting at 8 p.m. And that's going to be awfully. I love you, Bobby. An awfully good show. And then tomorrow. And I think we did this last week, but I wanted to bring it up again because it is tomorrow. The Township presents the Blues Festival um, featuring Cedric Burnside and Brandon Taz Nierderer. Come on now. I, I know I chopped it up. He's going to get me later. <laughs> and friends. I can read that. Whoa. Um, there will also be Ghost Town Blues Band, Jerika Singleton, and Jimmy Duck Holmes and more. And that will be the township at Colony Park. It's an all-day event starting tomorrow, Saturday, November the 11th. So that's going to be pretty awesome. If you want to get out to that, that's going to be something. Oh, yeah. To too. Yeah. Beautiful place. Great music. Yep. Yeah. I mean, from Cedric all the way to Jimmy Duck Holmes yep. to my man Jerikas. That's right. They're going to be there. So that's going to be an awesome event. Okay. Back to our vets. The Vicksburg National Military is having a park 
fee free day tomorrow, November the 11th at Vicksburg National Park. So if you just want to get in for free, they're letting you do that tomorrow at the Memorial Park. Don't be cheap. Okay, next up, Hattiesburg Zoo is honoring active service members and veterans on Veterans Day. Um, This is going to be happening tomorrow starting at 10 a.m. It's going to be free zoo admission. So if you ever wanted to go to the zoo, now is the time if you are a veteran. Both active service members and veterans will need to show valid military IDs for admission. And the zoo hours of operation are 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. with the last admission allowed at 3 p.m. So they are honoring all who served at the Hattiesburg Zoo tomorrow starting at 10 a.m. And then um, tomorrow starting at 11 a.m., it's Petal JC's Veterans Day Chili Cook-Off. When I mean they Mm. make sure they Mm. feed our Mm. veterans... They make sure they feed our veterans. As they should. I know, I know. So this is going to be awesome. Um, $5 per person covers your ticket to the Chili Extravaganza. That's going to start tomorrow, 11 a.m. again, at Magnolia Hall at the Petal Civic Center in Petal, Mississippi. Um, They're asking that you join them for a flavorful journey as chefs battle it out for chili supremacy. Whoa. <laughs> and don't miss your chance to spice up your day and savor a variety of mouth-watering chilies. It's going to be awesome. Oh, man. And read the asterisk. It says, there will be plenty of porto potties. Why did I look for... <laughs> I'm tired. Why did you look and you're the one that printed it? <laughs> Sometimes I wonder. Sometimes I wonder about me when you do this to me. I'm like, Why did I say there'll be I'm plenty like, of porta where, potties? Where is the asterisk? I'm literally down looking for fine print, sir. Come on now, Camille. You, you know how those chili to... beans do? You try. <laughs> <You're so silly. laughs> okay, we're going to keep it going. Look, there's Veterans Day in the Park happening, presented by the Pearl River County Community Band. That's going to be Sunday, November 12th. This is going all the way. We we passed Veterans Day. We're going to keep honoring our veterans. Yes. Um, there will be a food truck rally classic car show at 1.30 p.m. and a concert presented by Pearl River County Community Band at 2.30 p.m. Free admission and all donations are welcome. Welcome. So that is Excellent. going to be pretty awesome. Excellent. In Picayune. Am I saying that, Picayune? <laughs> Listeners, call in and let her know. Don't. Don't do that. <laughs> you got that right, though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was probably way too sharp on the, the enunciation. Picayune. <laughs> and then we've got our Veterans Day celebration. That is going to be happening at Corinth High School in Corinth, Mississippi. I know I said that right. Live music and entertainment with a reception to follow for veterans and swag bags for veterans while supplies last. That means you got to get there early. That's going to be um, starting uh, at 9.30 a.m. Monday at Corinth High School. So all the way through Monday. And then come next Thursday... History Happy Hour will be happening at the two Mississippi museums starting at 5 p.m. Now, this is sponsored by Blue Cross and Blue Shield, but the event includes free admission, live entertainment, and refreshments from Nick Wallace's culinary and other vendors. If you ever ate something from Nick Wallace, it's good. It makes you call him Nicholas. (laughs) It makes you call him Nicholas. His full name. (laughs) And then if you're a Mississippi Museum member, you will receive a complimentary drink. Um, There will be interactive flash tours through the museums to learn about the history of food in Mississippi. This is all a learning event to learn about food. And I love food, and I know this is going to be a great event. And so that, Kamel, is what's happening around yours and everybody else's neck of the woods this Veterans Day weekend. Hello. <laughs> okay, let's get into Natchez Veterans Week special events happening November the 4th through the 12th. On the line with us is filmmaker and president of the Home for Heroes Foundation, G. Mark Francis. Mark, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. Hey, it's glad to be on board with all you. Glad to have you on board with us, sir. Thank you so much for joining us today to talk about Veterans Week in Natchez, Mississippi. But I want to get into you first, filmmaker and president of the Home with Heroes Foundation. And you helped plan the entire Veterans Week in Natchez. Yes, ma'am. Goodness gracious. Mm -hmm. You are a man of many talents, Mark. A man of many talents. (laughs) Right. Don't don't ask. 
Don't ask me to fix your plumbing. <laughs> I know that's right. Mark's like, I'm, there is the limit to <laughs> these have talents. your whole house flooded. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a limit. Mark, let's get into Veterans Week in Natchez, November the 4th through the 12th. There are events. The 6888 free film showing the Veterans Award Ceremony honoring the Veterans and the Patriot of the Year. You also have a patriotic parade. There will be a, a flag retirement ceremony. Let's get into it, Mark. Let's start with the film. How proud are you all of the free film showing 6888? Oh, this has been a film I wanted to get Natchez for quite some time. A friend of mine, James uh, William Therese, is the producer and director, and he'll be here uh, to for the screening and talk about the film. And it's it's an incredible story. I'll do the uh, short version. Um, he found out about this unit, uh, six eight 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 postal unit, uh, that was created during World War II. All women, all Af- African Americans, and they were uh, assigned to go to England to reduce the backload of approximately seventeen million mail pieces that never got to the home fires, the folks mm. here in the United States. They're mostly European letters, and what they had back there was VE mail. Mm-hmm. So they, 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 the soldiers would have those VE mails, blanks in their pockets and the pouches, and they would write these in, in the middle of combat where they had a, a slow time, and they would send them to their unit, and the unit would pack them all up and send them, I guess, to England, where they're supposed to make their way home. Well, they didn't. Yeah. And their morale was just taking tanking uh, in during World War II in Europe because the folks back home wondered what was happening. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, they, uh, they had... Uh, these ladies were amazing. They uh, completed the mail-outs in far less time than they were told to. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And the, and, and the nice thing is, is they are up for the Congressional Gold Medal. Wow. This is a group of African-American that women who took something. the helm, and that is amazing. That really is. That is amazing. And to think of they how important that was. Yeah, yeah. They were mostly from the South. Right, right, mostly from the South. Okay, okay. So that they, film showing... ladies... They they showed what Southern ladies can do. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome, mm-hmm. awesome. So that film showing will be November sixth at six p.m. That will be at the in is it at the NPAC or the NAPAC NAPAC they, Museum? They, yeah, the Natural Association for the Preservation of Afro American Culture. Okay, that's a, it really, and it's at three hundred one Main Street. Okay, okay. Go up. And, and uh, it's, it's going to be an important film to see. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So November the 9th at 11 a.m., there will be an award ceremony. Talk about that a little bit. This is our third annual award ceremony that we created, Home of Heroes Foundation, um, a, a few years ago, because nobody was honoring special veterans and patriots. So we decided, well, if nobody does it, we do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, we have a veteran of the year, uh, retired colonel, Air Force colonel, Herman Curry, C-U-R-R-Y. He's commander of the Natchez High School Junior ROTC. And he has an illustrious, long career, military career, but like I said, he's retired, and he didn't have to do this. Uh, he could have just enjoyed his retirement, traveled, you know, puttered around in, in the yard, but he decided to, to if he, just just like we were saying, if nobody does it, do it. Right. And he took, he took on this assignment, and he has uh, created a junior ROTC program here that is amazing. They have, I think, a total of, I'm going to just estimate, 70 cadets. Okay. Yeah. Wow, and awesome. They enter competitions, and they march. I, they, they look sharp. They're fine young men and women. So we decided we're going to give him a pat on the back, and we have another patriot. In fact, uh, she is helping us out with the museum, uh, Lily DeShield. And she has been a long-time supporter of veterans in the community. Oh, so, so she gets patriot. Yeah. Mm. Mark, That's what right. about what about your background? I'd love to know, how did you get involved in in uh, helping to run Veterans Week and, and to pull all of these things together? What What's your background, Mark? All right. Uh, I came to Natchez in 1994 to take over 
editorship of the Natchez Democrat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have a twenty, I have a twenty-three year Air Force career, <clears throat> four years active, nineteen years Guard and Reserve. And awesome. my father yeah. was a World War II veteran. My uncle was a World War II veteran. Whoa. My grandfather was a World War One veteran. Whoa. And we go back to the Revolutionary War. So Whoa. we bleed red, white, and blue. That's awesome. And when we found <laughs> when we found our home with heroes ten years ago. It's our anniversary this year. Uh, there were several programs we did. Uh, well behind the scenes, we emergency aid for veterans. Uh, we, if a veterans in need, we tried to help fill the need. And either with gift cards, with helping with their home improvements, yard cleanup, etc. Uh, and we also we also do emergency, uh, like I said, gift cards. And we decided we needed to do, do something more, so we created this award ceremony. And when we did, and we we created the patriotic parade. Mm-hmm. And that's what we needed to do more. <laughs> so we we decided we're just going to. Fill the week as much as we can with all of these programs, and the public has been very supportive. We're the only ones really doing something like this. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That is awesome. So you really did mention that November the 9th at 5 p.m. is the Patriotic Parade that will have um, the Marshall Natchez Police Chief, Cal Green, who's also a veteran. That's it's right. it's a walking parade. Uh, well, I was, I, was, I was corrected. She wasn't actually, her husband's a veteran. But she's a patriot. Okay, she's a patriot. Okay, perfect. And that'll be starting at Main Street near Memorial Park. And then November the 11th at 10 a.m., the American Flag Retirement Ceremony will be at the VFW Post 9573 Duncan Park. That's the old canteen. And then November 12th, noon until 2 p.m., will be the grand opening and open house of the Miss Lou Military Museum and Veterans Welcome Center at 107 Jefferson Davis Boulevard. Mark, where can everybody contact or or call to get more information. My phone number. What's that, is Mark? 601 <laughs> 601-442-0980. Thank you so much. Thanks, Mark. And thank you so I, much I, for joining I, us today. I got to say one more one more quick thing. For the parade, lineup is 4.30. 4.30. Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. 4.30 for the parade lineup. We thank Mark for joining us, and we've come to the end of another great trip. If you have an event you'd like to submit and to check out more about these and what's happening around your neck of the woods, visit mpbonline.org. And Next Stop Mississippi is a production of MPB Think Radio. For Java Chapman and Kamel King, I'm Jermaine Flood, producer. Join us next Friday at 10 a.m. for another great trip here on Next Stop Mississippi. Mississippi. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.